Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of The Date Demic, where people of all ages, genders, and walks of life come to share their dating and relationship experiences. Opinions, perceptions, and experiences, that's what it's all about, folks. The end game here is to hopefully help people better understand each other, whether you've been in a relationship for years, or developing a new one, or just starting to date. We've got you. I'm Rhonda. I'll be your host today and every day. I'm pretty excited about today's guest. His name is Will. He comes with us, comes to us with a plethora of knowledge. Will, welcome. Thank you for having me. How's life? How's it hanging? Uh, you know, taking it day by day. Sounds Just stuck today's dick, and I'm ready to get get on with, get on with the rest of my night. <laughs> okay, so first question: Are you single or in a relationship? I am single and cl- complicated. What the fuck is that? Who, who the fuck says I'm? Com- you know, I see those statuses on Facebook, or it's not even Facebook. Where is it? I see those statuses where it says complicated. Facebook, Facebook. Really? definitely Facebook. Okay, why is it complicated? You're either single or you're oh, not, dude. Oh, because, How's it complicated? Because the fuck. Uh, well, because I consider myself single. Um, I live with my ex. I share the house with my ex. Um, on occasion, still share the bed with my ex. Nothing sexual. Does that Nothing work, sexual. Uh huh. How does that work? It doesn't. I mean, well, it's been working. Um, sadly enough, I tell you, finances are not where they should be. So we bought the house together and um, we're kind of like making it work as we go. Um, unfortunately he has a lot of emotional attachment to me and can't let go. And I'm okay with being that crutch temporarily until we figure stuff out. But what kind of emotional toll does that take on you, dude? Um, I wouldn't say a lot, but I managed to keep myself away from home. So I don't get to enjoy my house as much as I want to. Um, only because I try to find reasons to not be home. Gotcha. And so what do you do to occupy your time, dude? Um, mostly, um, I, I, um, no, I'm kidding. Huh? I said, sir, fuck a lot. (laughs) (laughs) You know, on occasions, Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) most of the time I find myself in a hotel room in Rehoboth and getting drunk on, you know, whenever, I mean, most of the time, 80% of the time, alcohol is not a factor. I don't really go out to drink. I just go out to go out and stay in a hotel. That I can't tell so you enough sad, how many rooms I have sad. free. Huh? That sounds so sad, dude. It, you know, it, it does sound sad, but honestly, I feel like I'm giving back to the community. I'm keeping <laughs> I'm keeping one crazy person off the streets, and that's okay. <laughs> so are you um are you looking to meet someone or Mm-mm. No, and the reason why is because, um, honestly, my relationship scarred me um, deeper than I thought it would. I, I did fall into a, a relationship when I was, I was like 16 years old. Um, I, I did it a girl. Um, this time I did it a guy. Um, but I did it a girl, and I thought I was madly in love. And um, then I realized that I wasn't madly in love back then. I was madly in love this time. But it didn't work out the way that I thought it was going to work out. Like, um, I, I, I was... You know, I came to my senses realizing that uh, I'm I'm gay and that like I mean, there's still some bisexuality in me. Uh, it's not like fully on there, but it's there. Um, but to my my idea of what a relationship is, I everything that I wanted, you know, the white picket fence, the wife, the kids, everything, I was okay throwing out the window for this person, and it just didn't work out the way I wanted to. Nothing major happened in the relationship. It was just like the little things that just 
affected me enough to realize that some people just can't give you that little bit that you asked for. And sometimes it's not much that you want and they just can't provide you with that. And if they can't do that, you shouldn't have to bring yourself down to meet them halfway because at this point you're not asking for anything but respect and honesty. So is that your and little they, bit? I mean, what is, and it, I normally ask this question a little bit differently, but what is your little bit? I mean, what do you feel makes a relationship and keeps a relationship? For, for me, for my person, um, I've had issues with trusting people that lie. Um, I, I'm not going to lie. I genuinely am a really good liar if I wanted to be. Um, Ooh, I know. But... In, <laughs> but um with that being said it's it's kind of like one of those um things where if i told him and i was very honest before we got in a relationship i said the only thing i ask from you is to be honest with me i don't want to question my relationship with you i don't want to wonder whether or not you're being honest i want to make sure that we're always a thousand percent with each other and the reason why is because you lying opens up a whole window of opportunity of things that you can lie about. So most of our discussions were always, or arguments were always about, well, you make it sound like I cheated on you. I'm like, well, if you had, I can't trust you to tell me the truth. Right. Yeah, you understand what I'm saying? That's where my mentality goes. It's like, all I want is for you to be honest. And I even made one joke one time when I was um, with him and I said, I'm like, I'm, I'm so obsessed with you being honest with me that if you tell me you're going to go to the bathroom and take a piss and you go take a shit at that point you lied to me you know what i mean that that's how, how that's how serious uh, uh, uh honesty is for me like so if do you i feel can't that trust once trust you, is broken it can't be repaired i don't think so no like you you can you can look past it and swallow your pride but you're at that point you're letting go of your worth like if they can't if they can't value your little worth that you you have asked for at that point, it's not about whether can you look past it, whether you can't. It's more so, are you willing to give up the one little thing that you asked for and just kind of let, let yourself go? Because at that point, that's what you're doing. You're letting um, your, 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 your standards and, and what you believed in love and relationship go just for one person. And you didn't ask for anything other than just one simple thing, which was honesty. So why should you feel the need to swallow your feelings let it go get over it and then continue to let them think that it's okay to just say sorry and do it again and that was the case with me it was always sorry i won't do it and then guess what they did it again and then they did it again and then at that point i'm like well it's the same thing it's like you calling out from work you get you get you get um you get away with it once you're going to get away with it again and then you start finding out patterns on how you can continue to get away with it then you're like I'm just going to go ahead and hug him. I'm going to go buy him flowers. I'm going to go get him this. I'm going to go get him his favorite candy. And then, and you know, me. you get, and then, yeah. And then, and then it, stop, it stops, it stops meaning things to you. Like people say, sorry. And at that point, it doesn't matter to me anymore. Like, don't tell me you're sorry anymore. I don't want to hear it. You can say you're sorry all you want, but I want to see it at that point. Like to me, sorry means bullshit. I, and, and people will find that I, I very, 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 very rarely say sorry. And that's because to me, it has lost all meaning, completely all meaning. Like, sorry doesn't mean shit. It just doesn't. Because if so, the only time sorry means anything is when that person learned from that one, one instance and then didn't do it again. 
But if they do it again, then you're it's the fool. Choice. You're At the that one that point, looks like a, a clown. Choice. Yeah, exactly. They're choosing to do it. Mm -hmm. But you're choosing that person over yourself. Right. And that's what I stopped doing. And and as much as it, as it pains me, and I'm like, I'm sitting right now with a knot in my throat because I think about things. And, and it just hurts inside to realize how much I devoted to a relationship. And I'm like, again, he wasn't a bad person. He was not. And he's still a great person. And I still care about him a lot. But the problem is, even if I wanted to, those inner demons, the memories, the things that just make me cringe, the things that I had to find out on my own, the the mistrust. Uh, there's a there there's a there's a Sam Smith song out there um, that oh gosh, basically there's a Sam he, Smith song out there for every everything you know. Relationship. If, if there's a problem, Sam Smith <laughs> already went through it. <laughs> He's been through but everything. It's, it's basically like um, how do you sleep at night? Um, and 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 you that song basically well? come on huh you want to sing it just just a little just you know sing a it, little inside i do I just, I can't it, right? think of the words it's it's like wanting to come out like yeah. but it's basically telling you like you know how do you sleep at night um knowing that you lied to me and then it, it talks about like look at what i become looking through your phone calling all the numbers on your phone like you turned me into a person that i never thought i would be like mistrusting you like not believing in you not not like having to feel that need and that urge to go through your phone at that point, it's not a healthy relationship anymore. It's not a happy one. I, I lived every single day for a year and a half questioning whether I was being lied to, whether it was being honest, whether it wasn't. You know what I mean? Yeah, and no, I'm with you. Trust is a big deal. And if you've lost my trust, it's it's almost impossible to get back. I have to agree with exactly. that. And it doesn't, and once trust is lost, it opens Pandora's box to many, many right. other things that you know other traumas that could have happened you know years ago that you've somewhat dealt with but but once trust is broken it like i said it just opens up pandora's box yeah because it, it's like once it's lost it's like that's it you you tell them they tell you something and it's like why well, you're really being honest though i swear i'm telling you the truth how many times have you said that to me how many times was it not true? You know what I mean? So, okay. So listen, you're single by choice, but how do you think this is going to affect any future relationship? To be honest with you, I, I don't, I don't know. I don't really think about future relationships. And the reason why I don't is because for the first time ever, since I was 20 years old, I think I finally devoted to finding out who I am as a person and what I need. So are you celibate um, now? I don't need anybody. I'm sorry. Are you celibate now? Um, I wouldn't say completely celibate. Um, I'd say if a situation arises, I would allow it to, you know, take its toll. Um, but relationship and emotionally, I don't think I'm, I'm, I'm there at all. Like at so, all. So you, I, I you prefer, you prefer the sexuation. As opposed to a relationship. Yes. yes. I think, I think that, you know, coming from the gay community, and, and this is a, one of the biggest things in the gay community, is called hookup culture. And and, and and it's a big thing in the gay community. Like, you know, is it true? Is it not true? Are all gay men like that? No, maybe not. Like, it, it's not. But the, the trend shows that gay men are more prone to being into hookups as opposed to a monogamous relationship. And so how, what's the best you way know? to find a hookup? I mean, how do you do that? I mean, like... You know, personally, me, I, I, I used to use apps prior to my relationship with him. Um, I used to use um, 
I, I didn't use Grinder back then because it didn't exist um, before prior to my relationship, or at least maybe it didn't. I wasn't aware of it, but it was like you know dating. Apps. Um, so what's Grinder? Just back most, up for the for the folks that are that are that are tuning in that aren't mm-hmm. familiar with dating apps. What is Grinder? Well, Grinder is is a gay dating app, but they call it a gay dating app, but it's literally just a hookup. Um, it's literally just a hookup app. Right. That's all it is. So, um, so that's it. So it's not like, um, oh my gosh, what's it's the like one where Tinder. you swipe left or right? Tinder. It, mm, but it's like you you'll see. Basically, I mean, because when I hear grinder, I think grinding. Like I'm just all about getting the, my grind on. <laughs> But see, that's the funny thing. The way that the layout of Grinder is is basically a catalog of pictures of men, and you'll click the profile, and if you're interested, you send them a message. There's no swiping left, no swiping right, none of that stuff. It's literally much they'll more put accessible. out whatever. The people on there are much they're easier, easier, easier to access. They're more open to 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 being um, you know uh, solicited for sex, not 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 like for pay, but like you know. Uh, well, actually, I wouldn't put it past that either. <laughs> but <laughs> but for the most part, it's just a catalog. It's literally just a catalog. There, there's like no, oh, you guys matched. None of that stuff. That does not exist in, in Grindr. The Grindr app was not made for you to find the connection. It's, find, it's, it's meant to, to find your Mr. Right Now. That's it. Nothing else. And, and see, like living in, in, in Sussex County... The Grinder app is just you see the same people year in and out. No change so then, whatsoever. So then I guess I sh- there's no need to ask you uh, your thoughts on having sex on the first date. Like you go out, you're at a club, you meet somebody, you know, the vibe is right. And, you you, you know, you're an adult. You go home, you hook up. How would right. you look at that because person? Would you look at that person differently than someone that you had to wine and dine for a week or two weeks or a month or three months before, you know, you made it to the bedroom? See, and, and that's and that's probably an experience I have never had. Um, I've never been wine and dined. I never wine and dined before. Um, my um, method of, I guess, the way that I fell into my relationship um, my first gay relationship, which was with him, lasted seven years. You know, the, the longest relationship I've ever had. Um, it was a hookup. The only problem is, the only difference between uh, any other hookup and him is the fact that he would message me throughout the day and ask me how I was doing. And, you know, something that I was not used to, something that I was just like, okay, this is kind of weird. Like, you know, I'm not interested in a relationship. Um, and that was at the time in my life where I had just come out of the closet. Like, I didn't think, I thought I was just sexually attracted to men, but did not have any emotional connections with men. And then, you know, it just kind of like, I gave him the opportunity. You know, we had pizza, we watched a movie. I went to go visit him um, at UD when he used to go to school. Um, I would stay there on the weekends um, and just hang out with him and his friends type thing. And, you know, hump like jackrabbits. Um <laughs> <laughs> that's how it turned out and i mean it from all the hookup like i stopped hooking up with other people and just hooked up with him and somehow i finally got to that point in my life where i said i'm like listen i like you and all but i'm not going to be traveling an hour every single other night just to come see you because you're away at school i mean like if i need sex i can get it from somebody local like it's not that Damn. serious but but see that's where i'm saying like i'm honest 
and I and I like the open communication. Like I, I like at that point, I didn't owe him anything, and I my, I wasn't so invested in in it that if he would have been like, all right, that's cool. Like I don't want a relationship either, so go on your way. And if I see you, I see you, and I would have been fine with that. So you were Problem very forthcoming is, with your expectations right out of the gate, which is a big right. deal. I mean, you have to you have to give props to that. Oh yeah, but see. It, for him, he was like, I don't think I'm ready for a relationship. And I'm like, dude, it's fine. I'm not asking you to be in one. I'm just saying that I'm not going to travel for a hookup. That's, that's what I'm, that's all I'm saying. So I guess in his mind, something clicked and he's like, no, I want him. So he messaged me. He's like, I need you to come up here and I want to talk to you. And I did. And September 5th of 2012, I went up there and we ended up in a relationship. I came back down, you know, partied because it was my my best friend's birthday the following day. Um, and, yeah, we ended up in a relationship. Everything was fine. He used to come and stay in the weekends with me at my mom's house. And then we got our first place in 20, 2013 when he graduated. Uh, we got our first place in Rehoboth. And everything was great. We bought a house together. But as soon as we bought this house, everything went down south. Like, everything went to shit. Um, and it's not like we had just moved in together because we had moved, we had lived together for two years prior to that and everything was fine. So what year marker think, was that when you bought the house and moved in to the house that you just per, that you purchased? Mm -hmm. What was mm -hmm. the what was the year? Uh, 20. I mean, were, uh, no, but were you six or seven years in? Did you hit the I, I, my I, point I, is, did you hit five, that? Hump? Five years. So see, you hit five the hump years. that everyone else hits. Yeah. You know, when the honeymoon's over. 2017. So you guys didn't make it through the honeymoon, Will? No, we didn't. Um, but we tried to force it. Um, my problem is that, like, even though I was trying to give it my all, I wasn't giving it my all anymore. I, I was, I was defeated. Um, like, I felt like my happy ever after didn't happen the way I wanted it to. And at and that were, point, and you I were quit. disappointed and hurt. Yeah. Because I, I, I thought I trusted somebody and I gave them my all and this person just didn't meet me where I wanted them to. But then this person changed. And, and, and today he could probably be the person I wanted him to be four years ago. But my brain doesn't work that way. Right. My, my brain just doesn't turn off the fact that he hurt me, that I hurt him. I'm not saying I was a saint in the relationship. I was not. I, I know that I did my, 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 my stuff. But... Mine was only, and, and I know it sounds narcissistic to say it this way, but mine was only caused because at that point he made me feel like this is the way I needed to treat him. He changed the type of person that I was. I became an asshole. I became a piece of shit. I treated him like shit. I used him and made it very, very clear. But at that point it's because I hated him so much that I felt like he owed me something. And so... You know, going back to like the, the 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 whole idea of like going back out and dating, to me, it's just it's it's exhausting to give your every day to somebody when you haven't given that to yourself yet, and that's where I'm at right now. I want to give it to me. Like if I want to get up right now and go out and have a drink, I can. I don't have to worry about, you know, my boyfriend or my girlfriend telling me, like, oh, where are you going? Oh, I want you to stay home tonight. You always go out. Like, you know, you need to stop going out with your friends. Prior to me turning 20, I was antisocial. I didn't want to see anybody. I was always home. I was a hermit. 
and I finally broke out of that shell and I and I love talking to people. People call me a flirt because I talk to random people, but Same it's just here. because I feel your pain. <laughs> and it can be painful. <laughs> But, you know, when you have good energy, you you attract people, mm -hmm. you know, and, and, and a smile says it all. You seem approachable with a smile. And so, so I have to say, this, out, I, I just want to I want to throw this out there because it, it's a trend that I've noticed. I have found mm -hmm. that married people will always say if you're single for too long that you have to be lonely. I mean, there's just no way that that you could be happy by yourself. But this is what I have found in interviewing people and talking to the different people if you're single for us if you allow yourself to stay single and get to know you and get to love the person that you are I feel that you remain single a lot longer and you enjoy it I know that because I I, I felt what you said earlier I love coming home or well you know I have a home office but I love ending my day and I do what I want to do. I don't have to answer to anyone. I don't have to compromise. If I want to go up and go to bed at seven o'clock and lay there and freaking uh, binge watch freaking Yellowstone or whatever I'm binge watching this week, I can do that. If I want to go do yoga or hit the gym, I can do that. If I just want to go upstairs and freaking chill. It just doesn't matter. And I absolutely love it. I get up now and I put makeup on and I get dressed for me. Not because I have to, not because I have to impress someone else in the house, not because I, I want to impress someone so that he doesn't run out there and cheat on me, but I get right. up and I get dressed for me. And I think right. that being and living single for a period of time is underrated. So underrated. Right. Right. It, 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 and it's just everybody's mentality is like, it's not about you who you are, someone. who you're with. You have to have someone. Yeah. And, and no, it's not true. Listen, if you think about prior to your first relationship, right? Prior to you ever having a boyfriend or a girlfriend, prior to ever even thinking about wanting to to share your life with somebody, were you actively looking to share your life? No. You were living your life and they happened to fall into your lap. They happened to come into your life and be that person that, you know, took you away from this 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 lane when and put you on this it. one. You know what I mean? So I feel like if I continue doing what I'm doing for myself and I continue living my life the way that I want to live it, the right person will come along or the wrong person again. It, it you know, it just depends on the choices you make in your life. But at the end of the day, I'm not going to sit there and be like, I'm looking for love and I'm going to go on Tinder and Bumble and everything looking for love because that's not what ha how it happens. You make real connections with real people. Um, and and that you know I, I I've heard your your interviews and, and and I think that everybody has the same mentality in the sense that like social media is a big um, I don't think it has a huge impact on the dating world. It does give you bigger options as to who you can talk to, but I don't think that it's that big of a of a deal when you're single only because. Sometimes people just want to lay in bed and talk to somebody and have mindless conversations, you know, and maybe that mindless conversations can turn into a real conversation and could turn into a real date. It's potential, you know, it's, it's real potential when it comes to a single person 
using these apps. See, when you, you put know it that, I mean? that way, it makes me look at things differently because this is how I have viewed, like I've all often said that, you know, people hit me up in Messenger, Facebook Messenger. I'm not going to reply to you. I don't know you right. like that. It's just, a, it, you're hit, you know, you're hitting on me and it's creepy. But what right. you just said resounds with me. And the reason I say that is because you're right. You have those, that's how com- social media is what we use now. People, a lot of people don't hit the bars. A lot of people don't get out because of the pandemic. So this is how we communicate. So messenger right. would sort of be, I mean, I guess you could compare it to, you know, going out and somebody approaching you at the bar. You know what I mean? Right. Or being in the grocery store in the produce section and, you know, sparking a conversation up with someone. I know I use the grocery store in the produce section. It's okay. That's so happened the peaches. to me. You know, it's all about the beaches. <laughs> cucumbers peaches and cucumbers no but really um so i get what you're saying i should probably be more open-minded to that i have been very closed when it comes to that i just think that like you know a conversation and a friend is okay and you don't have to look at it as like you know i'm gonna send you a nude i'm gonna accept your nude none of that stuff it doesn't have to do with anything now if the person is like crossing a boundary you don't want crossed you have that block button for a reason Mm-hmm. You can block them out of your life completely. Like they don't need to be in it anymore. You know what I mean? Not in your DMs, not in not in any part of your social media. That's the beauty of the block button. You can't do that in real life. You know what I mean? Like if you see them, you see them. And, and if you're no longer interested, you actually can just walk away. <laughs> but a lot of people oh, don't. Are we talking about ghosting? Ghosting. Ghosting. <laughs> oh, that's, that's another one. <laughs> I actually have gotten ghosted in the past. Have you really? Times. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, and, and so what was your reaction to it? Were you just like, fuck uh, you, dude? Uh, honestly, it, it was, it, it, if I haven't invested any time, it doesn't matter. Like, right, at, at you're that not going to take it personal. I, I, I won't. Uh, only one, because um, in my experience, I might have been ghosted, but then they'll like hit me up later, like six months later and be like, hey, how you been? And I'm like, who the fuck is this? <laughs> I'm like, so you ghost me and then you realize, you know, like it was that good and you want to come back. No, it was, no, you're not coming back. Yeah. Like, you know, I'll, now you get ghosted. Right. Um, but I, I don't take you're personal getting. because. What, what is it? The only point, ghost you're getting is um, a, a jack off under the sheets. <laughs> Only on the weekends. Yeah. Afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. But, <laughs> Excuse me. But I, I think I think I think like, you know, if if you think of social media and like people hitting you up and, you know, um trying to get your attention in one way or the other and you just completely ignoring them, that's fine. Um, you know, that that's basically how you feel comfortable with with the situation that you have been handed but at the same time it's like why not spark up a a conversation with somebody they might not be your next boyfriend they might not even be a hookup but they might be a really good friend a good person to i want to say confide your whole life in but like somebody to listen to when nobody else is there you know what i mean right It, it 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 does good for the soul and for your mind to be able to talk to people about nothing like, you don't want to sit there and always have a serious conversation with somebody. You know, you can sit there and talk to somebody about, like, you know, isn't it weird how you have to clip your toenails all the time? Why the fuck would you be talking about toenails? Who the fuck cares? But you're having this stupid conversation anyway. That but is it a distracts strange, you. That's a strange topic. Well, it's very strange. <laughs> Why I thought about that, I have no idea. I think I just hit my, my toe under the desk. I don't know. But, you know, it, it, it it's 
you shouldn't close your yourself off from the world when the world is in the palm of your hand. You know, mm-hmm. because at this point you have the option to do and undo what you want. We all do. And going out to grab a drink with a guy that hit you up on Messenger, that's okay. It's a freaking drink. What you do during the drink or after the drink, that's on you and that's your choice. Nobody has to know and nobody has to know it was from Messenger. Shit, you by all you all you know, like you might end up having like a nice Valentine's Day dinner, you know, and just get a free dinner. At that point, you got a free dinner. You got a free drink. Most men want to pay for your drinks. Let them pay for your freaking drinks. You got nothing to lose but time unless, you know, unless they're freaking weird and you just wasted your time. But at the same time, you still got a drink. <laughs> I'm just saying alcohol is alcohol. <laughs> So, okay, so so we're going to we're going to in in closing describe your perfect man to me. What would your perfect man look like, Will? Look like physically? Physically and mentally. What what would your perfect male mate look like? Your person. Honestly, I find I find myself that I I think I'm shallow, but I'm not. Um and I think my perfect person is somewhere out there, but I don't think I will see them. I think they'll see me before I see them because I'm not sure what I'm looking for. I think I think what I want is that wow factor. That that factor that like it it's not something that I know I need or want. It's just something that was brought to me. Um I I don't really have a type. If pe- people have asked me, I mean, sexually, yeah, of course. I mean, like, who who doesn't want like a great body and toned body or whatever? Um, but when it comes to to like you know having emotions and feelings involved, mm-hmm. I think all that goes out the window because you know when you're with somebody, you don't look at their body, you look at their soul. And 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 I think to me, uh, eyes have always Did been you pull that like from a my Smith song. Did I? I? Did you pull that from a Sam Smith song? No, probably not. Maybe I did. I, I don't know. know. I have a lot of lyrics. That sounds in awfully, I, I it sounds an awful lot like a Sam Smith song. Listen, if you find that, you got to send it to me because yeah. I, I need to know where I pulled it from. Um, <laughs> but you're right. It's, the not, it's, the, it's the entire package. It's it's the looks. Yeah. It's the I mean, it's the smile. It's the personality. It's the like, drive. It's the vibration. It's a combination of things. It's a huge combination of things. So what they look like, I don't know. What they are is honest. Um, and that's 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 what my ideal person is going to be. I think I will throw everything out the window as long as I can get somebody that's honest and really there for me. Um, Amen. Because at the end of the day, what you want is somebody you can trust, not somebody you're going to question. Well, Will, I appreciate your candid honesty. I appreciate you sharing your thoughts and experiences, and I hope sure. to have you back. I would really like for you to be my guest Almost again, Will. And I don't want to beg you for Most a week, definitely. two weeks, a month either. <laughs> Listen, I'll try to pencil you in um, for twenty twenty three. Time for this shit. Thank you, Will. <laughs> Thank you.